I'm Steven. And I'm Kevin. In today's episode of The Steven and Kevin Show, we're going to help you make team meetings great again. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode 50 of the Stephen and Kevin Show. And today, we're going to be talking about improving the quality of your team meetings. Yeah, and before we get into it, a quick disclaimer. The title of this show (laughs) neither endorses or mocks President Trump. So save your comments. We don't want to hear them. We don't don't want to get into a political uh, debate with anyone on social media. Now that you're with us. We're going to talk about team meetings because there's a lot of bad team meetings out there, a mm-hmm. lot of very boring team meetings out there, and subsequently, a lot of teams don't meet because they've had bad experiences, everybody dreads them, and before you know it, it's kind of snuck off of everybody's calendar. That's exactly right. There's a, you know, there's some people who absolutely despise team meetings. Now, this is top of mind for us right now because we are working on a guide called Optimal Office Communication for our coaching clients. And, uh, and one of those topics is team meetings. Yeah. Speaking of coaching clients, I was telling Kevin prior to the show today uh, about a client of mine who I remember for having the worst team meetings possible. And great people, but bad team meetings. And they worked basically like this. The first half of the meeting would be the team leader going through the nitty-gritty of the team's numbers for the past week, like production numbers for the past week in infinite detail in a very <laughs> slow fashion. The second half of the meeting would consist of him telling them how, back in his day, how he grew the business. (laughs) And then on our coaching calls, I would hear a whole recap. And even the recap, the recap was worse, actually, than being there alive. But it's a good example of teams that stop meeting after a while because the meetings are terrible. Yeah, you start you start avoiding those types oh, of meetings. Man. Or if you have any excuse as a reason not to meet, you just kind of you take that and roll with it. Yeah, you're right? at the dentist and you're like, what time do you want? Nine o'clock Monday morning. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going to offer up some tips today. We're going to go back and forth with some things that we think make for good team meetings. Mm-hmm. We have team meetings here. The I will say that. Uh, the leadership of those meetings is phenomenal. <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> that was kind of funny because Stephen obviously he runs the team meetings. Um, so here, here's the first question for everybody out there: was what what was analyze your last team meeting? What was so, it like? So this is your first tip here. My first tip: analyze yeah. your last team meeting. First question is: when was it? Mm-hmm. Was it this week? Like always? Was it a year ago because you've fallen off track? Mm. How long was it? How long should it have been? When did you get off track with it? Who rambled? And for, for, that was me in the last team meeting. I uh, rambled a little bit, but let's keep going. Yeah, and I and me the team meeting before. <laughs> You're exactly right. Recognition yep. is half of recovery. <laughs> uh, also, how what percentage of the time did each person speak at that last meeting? Okay, You're really thinking hard about you know. Sometimes yeah. when Kevin speaks at the meetings, he didn't speak that long at this meeting, but sometimes like two minutes from you seems like... An that, that, is, that is definitely not true now, at uh, all. But a little percentage of time did each person speak? Yeah, someone dominating. Right? Yeah. Did you have an agenda? You know, there's some questions to ask yourself. What, how productive was that last meeting? So you go through that analysis, and that'll give you kind of a little bit of a framework on things that you, you want to work on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that. Um, the next tip that we're going to offer up as it pertains to team meetings is making sure that you're scheduling your meetings on the same day and time of each week. I mean, this is developing a routine and it also avoids people scheduling their dentist appointments during that time because there's no excuse for that. You know that on Monday mornings at 9 a.m., that's when we meet or 8 a.m. 
And if you're booking things on top of that, that's your bad because we always have this staple meeting. Yeah, it would be a, a real foul around here if you scheduled something over the I meeting. did that one time, and I think you gave me a really hard time about it. You're like, hey, we always meet on Mondays at 8.30. Like, that's when we meet. And uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember that, but I, remember I, don't, I don't doubt it. Yeah. Uh, hold a meeting regardless of who's out, and mm. I think that's an important one. That's how you stay on track. If you, if you move the meeting every time somebody was not going to be there, you would stop meeting at some point. I think there's a tendency for when the team leader is out that the rest of the team doesn't feel like they have to meet. Mm-hmm. And so we're saying, no, no, you guys should absolutely still meet, right? And and it doesn't matter who's out or if it's just you and one other person. Yeah, we're going to meet. meet. Definitely. We're meeting, right? I like that. Um, Next one here is uh, start and end meetings on time. So when when the team meeting rolls around, it should not be one person going around and wrangling everyone up for the team meeting, right? Mm -hmm. It should be everyone's just automatically going into that conference room and we're meeting at that time. We know everyone's going to meet. And if someone's late... It's not like you reaching out saying, hey, Jim, are you going to be joining us here? It's you just start, right? And then they yeah. will get the point that, oh, gosh, I'm late. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. not about being a jerk about it, but it's just no. a matter of, you know, just like if you were meeting with a client or supposed to call a client at a certain time, you're sticking to it. And then and the ending on time as well and being very respectful of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next tip, consider cutting your meeting times in half. I like that one. Um, sorry, I'll let you take that one. No, I, I, (laughs) yeah, you, you certainly could in many instances cut the meeting in half and it'd still be just as productive. Yeah. Cause I think we fill space. Like if, if you said, okay, now we have two hours for our meetings, you will fill up those two hours. Mm -hmm. And sometimes with, with things that you don't necessarily need to be covering during that meeting, if you take it and you make it an hour, if right now you're filling up an hour's worth of time and you feel like you're stretching it, make it 30 minutes or or 40 minutes Mm -hmm. and See if you get just as much done. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, next one here is, and I like this one a lot, the meeting leader, so the person leading the meetings, may not be the team leader, mm-hmm. right? So here at the Oxley Institute, you might think Matt Oxley leads the team meetings. No, Stephen leads them because he's, you know, he always has an agenda ready. Um, it keeps everyone on task, um, very organized with that stuff. And so it doesn't always have to be the, you know, the senior advisor on the team who's running those meetings. Sometimes it's actually better mm-hmm. if they're not the person running the meetings. I agree. Have an agenda and stick to it. Mm-hmm. The agenda is helpful for, for not for the mundane stuff that you know you're going to cover every time. It's, it's more helpful for the things that are important but not super urgent. Mm. Like if you said it's really important for us this year to send out more thank you notes. It's really important for us this year to... You know, recognize people on their big anniversaries. Those are important. There's nobody really bearing down on you to get all that stuff done. But if you have it on your team meeting agenda and you force yourself once a week to at least read that out loud, you're mm. going to do more of that behavior. You, you don't forget about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so, and, and sticking to that agenda too. So not letting anyone get too off topic, getting back into the agenda, which Stephen does a good job of during our team meetings. Um, keep the atmosphere positive, right? Uh, this is... You don't want these to to feel like a negative or this is not an opportunity to reprimand people during team meetings and to call someone out for really not doing something they should have done. Keep it positive and that way people will want to come. It's directed at me. (laughs) No, it's definitely not. I don't necessarily agree with that one. I agree. No, here's I guess the old uh, saying is right. Praise in public, criticize in private. I totally agree with that. But there are times when we've had some spirited debates. We have every team meeting. 
where you have some debates about one thing or another, and typically they produce a good outcome, yeah. right? So don't be afraid to challenge people. But yeah, generally you want it to be an atmosphere where you're not coming in, showing up, feeling like somebody is about to go on the offensive yeah. and call and question your work ethic or the project that you really blundered. Yeah, I mean, when, when the, that meeting starts, though, people should be smiling. They yes. should have their cup of coffee. They should be like, okay, if, if people are coming in, their heads are down. They're like, okay, what are we talking about? I mean, we got to liven it up a little bit. Yeah, and there's a way to debate about things without being disagreeable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we, and we definitely debate about oh, stuff. Oh, definitely. Yep. Um, oh, sorry. Your turn. Uh, don't be afraid to move on. You don't have to solve every problem during a team mm-hmm. meeting. And that's a real tendency uh, for, for a lot of folks, uh, us included, that if you get on a topic that's a hot topic and you want to, you know, let's say somebody comes in with a good idea, right? Yeah. The tendency is, okay, let's really get that to completion here. You know, how are we going to implement it? Who's going to do what? How much will that cost? When, when do we get started? As opposed to saying, that's a great idea. Let's schedule a meeting a little bit later today to really hash this out mm-hmm. as opposed to going through all that right now. Oh, that's that's a really a good one. It kind of think, makes me think about what we were talking about, me rambling on our last meeting. We have this idea of, for our social media automation clients, landing pages, right, mm-hmm. to drive drive funnels, you know, funnel people into or prospects into lead forms. And we started talking about it, and then we kept going on and on and on and on and on, trying to almost get it to completion, which we didn't need to do. Yeah. Right. Um, next one here is to uh, build an accountability for important tasks. This is kind of similar to what you were saying before, mm-hmm. but if there are certain things, whether it's updating uh, updating someone on a pipeline or a particular thing that that you know you don't want them to forget about, make them report in on it during that that meeting. Yeah, and that links to the next one, which is yep. let everybody know what they're responsible for and what documents they should bring. Mm-hmm. The tendency is so. Let's say if I you know at my worst, let's say I go into a team meeting my agenda and I could easily go through the whole meeting right and have everybody else playing a very minor role because that's my personality right <laughs> and if I'm on a roll yeah. yeah it's harder to interject uh it's it's better we find uh not just in our meeting in anybody's meeting if you share responsibility for who reports on what so if it is within your team let's say for example there ought to be certain people who are in charge of uh reporting in on what the pipeline looks like yep Somebody else responsible for reporting what's going out via social media. Someone else talking about what clients are coming in this exactly. week for appointments. Exactly. And so everybody has a different responsibility. And when there's a need for it, let's say with regards to social media, if you want some of the analytics you've got, somebody should be bringing in that report to share with everybody or have it pulled up on the screen in your conference room. Good one. Um, next one here is, and I'm going to go off of our notes here. Um, consider changing seats. And this may be one that you you, you don't dis, you you well you do don't see have you been eyeing Kevin? <laughs> I was going to say you don't disagree with, but then that's a double <laughs> negative. Um, here's what happens if you switch up seats. I mean, once a month, you, people get into routines, right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, if you're sitting in a different seat, you have a different perspective. Things feel different, and it's just going to mix things up a little bit. So consider from time to time. You just show up. You'd be the first one in there, and you sit in a different seat. I like it. Yeah, and and see see what happens. And it's hey, like that time I thought Matt was going to be out with his back sur- or with his knee surgery, and you were sitting at the head. of I the, sit in the king chair. The king chair. The uh, the head of the table, and, and here he, he comes in a few minutes late, <laughs> you know, like a week out of knee surgery, and I felt I was like. Do you want me to switch seats with you? Well, I remember you said, like, do I need to move here? I, but I should just stay here. And we're like, no, just stay there. Uh, but, yeah, switch things up a little bit. We, you know, That's a good we, idea. We get in, into um, a rhythm sometimes, and we need, to, we need to break it. Yeah. So the big question for a lot of folks is why team meetings? And we mm-hmm. hear it a lot from, from folks all over the place. Well, I talk to my team all throughout the day. 
Right. I right. see them all the time. We talk about tasks that we're working on. That's probably one of the biggest seeing. excuses for not holding. Yeah, we don't meetings. really need them. But what we find is there's a real reason for getting together to talk about structure things. It creates accountability that things are getting done. It helps make sure that, for example, if you come in every week and you've got to report in on the pipeline in every team meeting, or let's say you're a newer advisor on the team and you have to report in on your marketing activity, do you think you're going to do more marketing activity? You don't want to have a lousy report. And now to Kevin for a pipeline report. Well, uh, kind of the same as last week. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? Oh, you know what? That's a really good one, too. If you notice someone is dancing around a little bit, uh, that's time where you need to pull them aside and... Hey, next time, let's have a little bit of a better pipeline. Uh, or they can't figure out how to pull their pipeline up on the screen because they haven't looked at it enough. <laughs> Won't know? let me log in to this computer for yeah, some reason. Exactly. Um, we, we do offer social media automation. We hinted at it a little mm-hmm. bit today. Um, you know, We run Facebook pages, LinkedIn profiles for a number of advisors, and it's a program that is gaining in popularity. It's going to save mm-hmm. you the time and the energy and the focus on it. Let us do it. We're really, we're better at it than you are. Uh, oh, is that a good selling point? No, we're it is. better well, at it than you are. No, I'm, for, I'm just kind of joking, but well, no, for a minute, we're pretty we, good at it. Well, if you think about our business model, we put a lot of time and attention into our own social media brand and our own website. And yeah. we, we, we spend a lot of time thinking about uh, how to get our message out. So when we can apply some of those, some of that know-how to your social media accounts, it, it generally is an improvement over what you're currently doing, and it's reasonable. So that's, if you have any interest, yeah. reach out to us. Talk to us about it, and uh, and we may be able to help you out. That's what an advisor told me recently is he said, I love your guys' marketing. So I figure you could do it for me. Yeah. So, Cool. Thanks for joining, everybody. 